We are back with another episode of Running Things Considered, back with a great guest this week. Great guest. From the North, Hoka One One, studded star athlete, <laughs> Kyle Merber. You may have heard him from many accomplishments, such as the American collegiate record of 335. At one point, it was the collegiate record until some those Scottish people or whatever. Is he heard. Scottish? I think he's Scottish. Scottish or Irish? Scotch, no, Scottish. I don't think I he think is. he's Scottish. Do you know Kyle? Josh is Scottish. He's Scottish. I have yeah, no you would know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, one of that. He also has a world record in the DMR, that's which right. is nine fifteen, which is a, a crazy time outdoors. And uh, so that's that's Kyle Merber for you in a, a very nutshell. Of course, there's more to him. He's a he's a deep guy. But, yeah. Uh, how you doing, Kyle? I'm doing well. I just uh, you know was in the midst of some really deep thoughts. <laughs> you care to share your deep thoughts or are they <laughs> no actually i think uh 30 minutes ago you sent me the zoom invite and i was like oh crap i have four miles that i need to go run <laughs> well not stretch or anything and i got that okay. it's only 30 minutes i we i planned on it's so beautiful outside i wanted to do this out on my porch i thought about it for two seconds and i was telling avery like 15 minutes ago there was this guy just like I've never heard somebody screaming so loud on the phone yeah. just talking about this person he wants to marry and they were losing it. And I was sitting on my roof, just enjoying the, uh, enjoying the show. So maybe we'll get him on as a guest. Yeah. Walk, walk us through his problems. Yeah, he'll fit. This is a I don't think the audio outside would make for as good of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. There are generators running around. There are a couple of generators in the neighborhood. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I want to give a quick shout out. Our buddy Foon and I have been uh, working on a new product. We launched a company about a year and a half ago called Primvita, making a bunch of recovery products. And we just came out with a new massage gun that's like way smaller than anything on the market. Uh, really pocket sized. It's like the size of an iPhone. And it's super freaking powerful, lasts forever. Really pumped about it. It was like the big project of quarantine. And so that's out and about. So if you guys can check out the Primvita Bolt. I would appreciate that. Anyways, on that note, let's roll the intro. It is. Welcome back. I was just talking to Avery about how I played baseball and how my walk-up song was Stanky Leg. Uh, to an artist that I actually yesterday learned that their name is the G-Spot Boys. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, that I learned G-Spot that. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kyle, did you know that? Uh, I did not. Okay. Glad I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad that in high school, when I was 14, I was walking up to the G-Spot Boys. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> changed. Nothing's changed. I'll still yeah. do that same thing today. Um, but yeah, I guess just a, a little background is, uh, I guess... You graduated from college in 2012, is that correct? Yep, yep. Class 2012, very proud. Yeah, high school 2012 here, so. Middle school? Oh my God. Um, Jesus. But uh, yeah, I guess our Kyle and I have a, have a mutual friend named Foon, and we were actually talking about it a little bit in our run on Sunday, just kind of about how you kind of got in with, with Hoka, uh, like on the early end of like the elite athlete things, and um, just kind of how you made that decision. Like, how did you come to that decision of, of Hoka? Yeah. So 
I graduated in 2012 and then I did a year of graduate school at uh, UT down in Austin. And I like had a really rough year down there and I came out, no one really wanted me except uh, Gags still wanted me. So I came up to back to New York and ran for the New Jersey, New York track club. And they more or less supported me that first year while I, you know, was running relatively unsponsored, uh, you know, I had the club support, but it wasn't like a shoe contract or anything. Mm-hmm. And so um, that summer, I, you know, I had gotten hurt in the spring and, but I did feel like I had some fitness. And so I had to make the decision whether or not I would go over to Europe and, you know, I, I booked it on my credit card. I went over there and my first race over there, I ended up uh, sent a personal best in the mile. I ran 356 to win in Cork. Then, uh, you know, so I was fired up. I had been a few years since I PR'd. Then the next race, like a few days later in Dublin, I ran 354. I PR'd again. And then um, there was a, a very bad race in there that I'll ignore. But then I won an 800 in England. I won a 1500 in Brussels or uh, Houston. And then I came back to the U.S. And I was basically like through that whole hot streak emailing everyone I could being like someone pick me up yeah. like I have a 35 1500 PR I'm clearly in good shape again and no one would even respond to my email that's so crazy I mean that's just like track for you I feel like. yeah so <laughs> that is certainly track and so <laughs> um then I, I know I was emailing the right people but uh there was a race out in Eugene Oregon during the world junior championships and there was a 1500 there and I ended up getting out leaned at the line by Jordan McNamara but I had a good day and that weekend is when I was introduced to someone from Hoka and you know at the time it was kind of like I mean it's 2014 no one knows what Hoka is I had one teammate Mike Rutt who just got picked up by them oh right we're kind of like laughing at him behind his back about these, like, <laughs> you know, shoes with all this cushion. Yeah, yeah. And in 2014, no one had stack heights like this. Yeah, you know? exactly. We're still in the born to run era. Um, and okay. so when I met with them and they, you know, showed some interest in picking me up, I, I basically was like, it sounds really great, you know, that you want to pay me to run for you, but like, there's no way. I'm going to like run for you guys until I try these shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Run in heaven, kind of confirm that I can train in these and like legitimately promote them with, you know, some Genuinely. level of earnest. And I, yeah, tried sure. them on. yeah, I tried them on. And I mean, there's a reason why everyone knows Hoka today. I know. Yeah. yeah. They're great. Now everybody's jealous that you run for Hoka. Yeah. So, you know, I remember that summer, that was a good summer of racing for me. And I was going around and basically, you know, won some races and immediately right afterwards was taking my shoes off and showing them to people. Yeah. Check these out. And they're like, man, you know, I, I had a lot of kids try on my shoes and run around in them. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, it's grassroots marketing. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's, that's kind of what you'd want to do, I guess, if you, if you're not running for like a, a major name who already has their things established, you can go ahead and just grow the brand organically, which I think yeah. is a good thing to do. So it was sweet. Like, cause you know, I feel like if you run for Nike, you're just, you're not helping them sell Nikes. Like, no. And that, that's always, that's always a predicament. I feel like in track, yeah. especially with like, just kind of like local folks is like, what, what are you really offering to yeah, Nike? Yeah. You're a number. It's hard. You know? 
it's like hard to it's hard to sure. see that like those numbers like, and, and are we were you selling 20 pairs of pegasus yeah. because you have there's no way your name like um, there's no and, way. and we were talking to uh i guess i guess nick simmons about nike because you know he's deep in that he's seen it from both sides and uh he was saying that like it's almost like a charity organization all yeah the teams they well have. actually that guy i can't remember his name at the top off the top of my head he just stepped down this past weekend right. yeah. yeah so we'll see what yeah. happens there with uh u.s track and field usatf and yeah. those events it's, it's, you know there is there is good reason for the top top companies like the biggest of the biggest to you know, support athletes, but it's not necessarily like your individual face that's making the difference. Yeah. Just having yeah. a big presence. Whereas with Hoka, it's like I, I win the Falmouth Mile. I'm selling Hoka shoes because sure. of that. Like yeah. they're just, not selling more shoes that summer because yeah, people saw me do that, and it legitimizes the product that needed to be legitimized. Like it's truly sponsorship, in like the most pure. Yeah, exactly. Did you have Hoka spikes that summer? Um, I don't know if I had prototypes that summer or the next year. I don't know for sure yet. I remember Leo like breaking them out at some point. Yeah. I I remember the early prototypes. I maybe got them that summer. I don't know which races I maybe ran them or I didn't, but you know, the fact was that it was a Jersey and people uh, knew I was training in the shoes, which you know, shows that it works. Yeah. Cause I remember Foon was just saying like people, may when you were like jogging around they may have not like known exactly who you are but then they'd look at your shoes and be like oh i think that's kyle you could legitimately it i mean it was really cool like because in 2014 2015 if i saw anyone at a track running in hokas it was almost like hey hoka like yeah that's cool that's super great yeah because i remember seeing him in rei like six years ago i think when they like first jumped off and i was like who the hell is going to wear these? Yeah. Yeah. You would have like really personal connections too. Like you'd be at a race and you'd see someone in Hocus. You'd be like, Hey, like, you know, how do you know about them? And it's like, Oh, I know. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, exactly. I know Torrance. And then all of a sudden you're like, that's how it's working. And I think a big model of the shoe industry. And so correct me if I'm wrong. You worked at a shoe store. Or never. You guys never, never worked out of shoes. No, store. I've done like I've done like, I've been like a, a sales rep for apparel, but like that's even a running podcast without well, ever yeah. running, uh, working at yeah. a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was offered a job at a running store last week because I am uh, I am definitely unemployed currently. <laughs> <right> now, so. <laughs> so I mean, so really, what you're doing is I'm not trying to sell shoes to you know the soccer mom. I'm trying to sell shoes to the people who are selling shoes to the soccer mom. Sure. Yeah. 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 The fan who's, you know, slinging shoes all day in the store yeah, likes Hoka, thinks that it's cool that they're supporting up-and-coming athletes yeah. and is more likely to bring them out and let people try them sure. on. You were like a tech rep before there was probably a tech rep role at Hoka, which is cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it, it's been a fun yeah, for sure. And I know, like, when I was in high school, Avery was obviously in, like, second grade. Yeah. But um, just, uh, I guess, kind of even before all that, there was The Real Main, which I watched, I don't know where it was, on YouTube or Flow Track or something like that, which I always thought was, like, super great. And uh, when I was, not that I use the motto all the time, but I remember, maybe it was you or somebody else said, easy day's easy, and I'm always like, that's kind of what the – yeah, I was getting dropped on a run. That's right. I can't. I haven't watched it in like eight years. Can you explain what the real main is? 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Kyle would know much more than I would. Yeah, so essentially um, it was myself and Riley Masters, Chris Derrick, Eric Van Ingen, and Mark Feigen. And the five of us went up to Maine one summer just to train and get away, cabin in the woods. And, um, you know, Eric was a film major, and so it was his senior thesis. Oh, it was. Yeah, and the reason why you probably can't find it anywhere is because he kind of hates it. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he's not necessarily as proud of it from an artistic standpoint. Sure. As, but the, the truth is, is that it was, um, you know, it's 2011 when we did it. And so, like, there was, social media didn't play the same role yeah, that sure. it does now. And it was... You know, you had like old school flow track showing yeah. up in the van doing workout Wednesdays. But yeah. this was just like, again, just a really organic project and insight into what some top collegiate runners were doing during the summer and just gave a behind the scenes look and I think gave people a reason to root for us. Yeah. Or root against us um, if they hated it. But, sure. uh, and so... I would say, you know, we developed a little bit of a following from that. And Flowtrack, because Ryan Fenton is from Maine, he came up and spent some time with us. And he posted a ton of videos on Flowtrack, you know, separate from the movie that um, are quite entertaining and funny. And so it (laughs) has a good following. You got to go back in Let's Run's archives to find those probably. I mean, not Let's Run's Flowtrack. Yeah, they're out there somewhere. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's someone actually tagged me in like a video recently and i was looking back and it's just like it doesn't feel that long ago yeah (laughs) i think about that all the time just like relative you know it's not that long ago but i mean you you look at how i looked five years ago like i'm five (laughs) i mean it's wild but uh so yes the the real main i mean you see um you know what Tin Man Elite does. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And, you know, I know for a fact Parsons was, like, hugely inspired by the real Maine. And actually, after seeing it, uh, North Carolina State started going to the Maine, going to Maine for, like, training. Oh, really? Really? That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, just watching, like, one of our other guests on the pod was Ben Crawford, and he has somewhat of a a following on YouTube now, and his channel's growing, and it's super reminiscent. It's just kind of just, like, talking and hanging out and running it's, and yeah it's just super yeah. genuine feels like you're just like yeah, in it's it, good you know well, that's what you need is you need personalities to be revealed because yeah. you know we're all just on the track you see 15 guys standing. yeah yeah for like one minute and 47 right. seconds and like it, and we all know that like for a sport to be successful it has to have ties to culture in some way yeah you know like basketball enormously, you know, like basketball really only got famous when you had stars like, uh, or basketball got as big as it is today because you had stars like, like Max, Ma- Magic Johnson, <laughs> Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird. Like that was a, a big rivalry coming up. Cause it was kind of, you know, well, it, it, it's, it's a little outdated now, but at the time it was looking at, Oh, like Larry Bird is, you know, the hardworking classic American and Magic Indiana Johnson's boy. The, yeah. Shout out to Martinsville high school where my it's father like, went. Athlete. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> And John Dillinger, I probably so, talked about that. Before. And so yeah, <laughs> right. So I guess like you know, narrative and story is very important to sport more than we realize. And uh, you know, things like the real main, things like uh, Tim and Elite, it does way more than we realize. Yeah, maybe I'll do the real Zane. The real yeah. Zane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I mean, thirty minutes of running a day. 
have you ever just i mean think of the most amazing race that you've ever spectated or the most exciting yeah. been as a fan and it's probably because your friend or teammate did sure. in the race yeah and it's like how do you carry that over into you know other races where maybe you don't have teammates or friends yeah yeah mm. exactly well i'm i'm glad that running is like being able to grow as much as it is just you know i mean even in the past couple of years i'd say two or three years it's coming to be like cool again like when i was in high school i was like yelled at every day for wearing tiny shorts and everybody thought i was such a dweeb but now it's like <laughs> a cool thing to do so yeah um, the thing is it's up to the individual for the most part to, yeah for you know, sure. and not everyone has that personality where they want to put themselves out there and bring people along in their journey but yeah to those that are willing to do it you know it's like easy to motivate and bring others along with mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. yeah and and obviously you know like you don't have to have the the personality like there's you know obviously galen rupp like, he might but he doesn't show it you know and yeah. obviously wildly famous just because he runs ridiculously fast yeah but it is good to like get behind the For scenes sure. and make people not seem like robots all the time because watching him run 209 in the windy streets of <laughs> yeah. atlanta where it was like 27 degrees was a very robot thing to do <laughs> <laughs> people who would be really attracted to that like evil empire yeah. sure of. yeah of course. <laughs> everyone's rooting against this one guy i'm gonna root yeah. for him oh yeah i mean I, were you were you down here at the trials did you get to watch that for the marathon down in atlanta on the television yeah if you could i mean that course is insane yeah and somehow yeah well somehow well, we'll somehow <laughs> um but uh yeah i was i was running with a with a hoka guy just a couple of days ago my my roommate I went to the UGA before I transferred to Georgia Tech, and my roommate was Sid Vaughn um, at UGA. So he was – we had, like, this lady talk about hokas, and, like, it was wild. She was, like, next to us, and she was wearing hokas. She's like, my son loves them. And, yeah, I mean, it was just, like, a very organic conversation. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I did not have hokas on, sadly. But uh, – You take credit for it, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sid can't talk about like, it. Yeah, no, I actually – I designed them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you, do you like that sack guy? Because that was all my – I was in 11th grade and I came up with that. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, that was – I mean, that was good. That was great. Getting getting warmed up. But now we're going to get to know the real Kyle. Oh, man. So we have a speed round. I think it's 12 questions. Um, most of these have nothing to do with running. Um, think The first thing that comes to your head, that's what the answer is. And you no cannot thought. pass. You cannot pass on any of these questions. <laughs> Unless you really feel like it's uh, going to hurt your character. Um, right. And this is like quick. This is, well, I mean, people right. sometimes aren't very quick. <laughs> but it's up to you. Ideally. Um, favorite pro runner nickname? Favorite pro runner nickname? Who even has a nick? What is it? Whatever. Uh, does Check to Guy have one? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just goat for a Kipchoge. Sure. That's true. Uh, I mean, I think Bernard has one kid. Bernard Dog? Med? Completely. Med? Oh, I was saying Bernard. My God, I call him Nard Dog. Oh, I thought his name was Kit. Oh. Uh, yeah, Kit. Yeah, you're too young. Um, <laughs> tickle or be tickled? Uh, tickle. Okay. Have you ever seen the documentary Tickled? Yeah, I saw the first half of it. What were your thoughts on it? Weird. Have you ever seen Tickle? No. You too, yeah. No, it came out like six months ago. It's I'm wild. Like yeah. More than six months ago. <laughs> Maybe a year. I don't know. Maybe two it's about It's about professional tickling and uh, a lot of conspiracy behind that. Wow. Um, last thing you bought? 
Uh, does food count? No. Oh man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, cappuccino. <laughs> um, I haven't bought. Does coffee beans count? Can that coffee count? beans count. All right, thank God. I haven't bought anything. That's Stop. great. That's very frugal. Now you're very responsible. <laughs> Don't buy avocado toast because you'll never be able to afford a house, people. That's how it goes. <laughs> Breakfast burritos or bagels? Bagels. Is Long Island considered New York City? No, we're on a wrong state. <laughs> Favorite city to run? Um, I mean, New York City is obviously pretty good for running, but let me think of something a little bit more interesting than that. Uh, you know what was actually shockingly good was um, I was in Copenhagen. Oh yeah. There was just like a ton of little parks everywhere, just a ton of green space. And so a shout out to Copenhagen for that. Nice. I was uh, at my best friend's bachelor party. He's a professional skateboarder for Nike and there's a big contest in Copenhagen every year. It was, uh, like I said, it's a bachelor party and he was about to go to the contest and we'd had a couple beers and he says, you know what? I'm gonna buy you a ticket to Copenhagen right now. So in the bar, he bought me a ticket to Copenhagen next day when he figured out what he'd done he took it right back <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst places to run was hong kong was hong kong yeah it was just so hot there's it's so congested but uh the reason why i thought of that is because i was there was a few years ago a lot of years ago 2014 2015 we're um right after the fifth avenue mile we're all sitting around a coffee shop hanging out and I was going to the airport because I was about to go on vacation with a buddy of mine. We were going to Hong Kong, Thailand, Vietnam. Oh, wow. And we were looking up the flights right before I go, and we saw that it was like a few hundred bucks or something to get on my flight to Hong Kong. And so um, Riley Masters and Ford Palmer played odds to see who would have to get on the flight to go to Hong Kong. And Ford lost. <laughs> but he had to get back for a wedding. And so... He ended up only going to Hong Kong for twenty uh, for sixteen hours. Perfect. <laughs> so, wow, that is yeah. insane. Well, Grant's reasoning, <laughs> Grant's reasoning was Nike messed up his flight, so he had to take it back. And then his other reasoning was I would be the only homeless person in Copenhagen because I wouldn't be able to like find my way back. <laughs> so, he may have had a point, um, but there are a lot of great deals out there right now. For flights? Yeah, there's like 60% off United flights right now. Use the, use the Hopper app. <laughs> this sponsored? No, I wish it was. Hopper, the greatest app yet. Yeah. <laughs> market for flights. I have been looking to come to New York recently, and I found a trip today for $34 round trip. Um, I, went, I had a ticket to go to L.A. before Corona for $18 round trip, but it got canceled. But they're out there. Um if you didn't run what would you be doing um i don't know i wish i knew um i'd probably just have a pretty normal good job that pays a ton <laughs> wow i like to hear that where would you be working ideally uh like at the specific company sure. or like industry industry company city this is a whole can of worms that we, <laughs> we don't have to get that deep Unless you know anyone. <laughs> well, unless you know anyone. I think we're <laughs> uh, best running shoe. Uh, the Clifton's. Nice. 
uh, what is your credit card information? Says B-Bone. Oh, um, it's the gold one. <laughs> it's the really heavy metal one. Yeah, yeah the yeah. black heavy metal one. Yeah, I used to have that one, but uh, I lost it. Um, who's your man crush? My man crush, uh, Zach Efron. Nice. Me too. Is it really? Wow, I've got a lot of crap for it. My wife too. doesn't think he's that hot, and I think she's insane. I mean, me too. She thinks he's like a jabroni, and I'm like, that starts fighting. <laughs> I'm like, you take I, that back. Avery's very physical. No, I am. <laughs> I know. Say he's hot. <laughs> I saw I saw Zach Efron in Atlanta at a skateboard store. Really? Buying, buying the worst pair of shoes in the wall. Wow. <laughs> he's, dude, never mind. We, we could get into this. We get, this is pe- the- people who know me that listen to this podcast are probably like going crazy right now. Well, I think Kyle and Avery are going to do a, a, a Zach Efron spinoff Trivia, podcast. Least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk about that after. Uh, best race you've ever witnessed? Uh, I was there the first time Bolt broke the world record. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and last but not least, what is your favorite apple? My favorite apple, um, Golden Delicious. Good choice. Wow, Golden Delicious stocks. Wow, they're on the okay. Apple app. You heard it here first. So that was uh, not very much of a speed round. That was, that was, I that... talk a lot, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, and I'm that's also just a straight up interview right there. Yeah, I'm also using this time to sort of. Uh, go back and find the questions because as I do, I write them all down. Uh, I paraphrase them way paraphrase too much them. and then I don't really know what the question is. Um, Top right there. Oh, wow. Bingo, bingo. So actually we're all right here. Wow. I've done it again. Great job, organization. Um, so thank you for uh, opening yourself up to the world and letting us you know you would be a rich person a rich do, person doing who knows whatever what. you wanted who to do what. whatever <laughs> have someone like pay for my health insurance and match my 401 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be great avery can you do oh, that for us? i can hook you guys up you guys can uh, sell hammers you like, know what's what funny there is a job open at home depot we'll go off a little tangent i sent it to our friend andres who lives down the street yeah no response yesterday. It, it's he's he's referred everybody and their moms. You know? Well, everybody and their mom has works at Home Depot now. I, I know <laughs> he's asked a lot of favor. I need one from him. I asked him for a wrench earlier. He wouldn't bring it. All right. He also asked me for a wrench. I also asked you for. A wrench. <laughs> I didn't bring it. Um, okay, so we're gonna get into the questions. Enough about wrenches and Home Depot. This is not sponsored, but if you want to sponsor the podcast, Home Depot, you're more than welcome to. One million an episode. It wouldn't really make any sense. Um, <laughs> all right. So the first question says, Braden here again. Your outro music last week was dope, and I wanted you and I wanted to know your thoughts on a sitcom DMR. You can do one with the actual cast members, and I thought it'd be interesting if you looked at the guest stars and what you would think the times would be. Oh, wow. can't wait to hear your thoughts. So this is this is a loaded question right here because there's a lot of sitcoms out there, and most of them aren't very athletic. You know, you got the funny dad, the mom. You know, it's just some sort of mix mix of characters like that so i don't know i don't, I don't know because we talked a little bit before all of this mm-hmm. and you didn't seem to know many pop i mean many sitcoms if any i okay so I, you said say oh i was thinking the person that came to mind was family guy but that's not a sitcom kyle have you i know kyle was researching his, his sitcom. yeah so right before we got on and told me that question i googled sitcoms <laughs> um, <laughs> So I think this counts as a sitcom, but Community, which is one of my favorite shows, hey, okay, that's a good DMR, 
because you got Donald Glover. That's right. Who looked um, a little softer than he was. Is He's a little softer now, but when he was in the show, you know, he was supposed to be a football star. He was fit. Um, then you got Danny Pudi, who's like a known marathoner, who's Abed. Oh, oh no, I didn't know. You run. Wow. And then Joel McHale's like jacked out of his mind. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Alison Brie is married to, um, what's his name? Uh, I'll do, I'll do the, uh, I'll do some, check. some research. Younger oh, brother, I uh, whatever. And he works out. So I'm sure she works out. <laughs> he works out. <laughs> Just she through osmosis, fit. she's fit. Yeah. So like. She's married to, oh, she's married to Dave Franco. Dave Franco. He's I, that's my, well, Dave not Franco. so much anymore. Okay. I've. I look a little different, but in high school, when 21 Jump Street came out, I got about 20 texts asking if that was me. Really? I'm not even kidding. Wow. How old do you think? I love this game. Celebrity, guess their age. Dave looks young. Uh, Kyle, how old do you think Dave Franco is? 32. He is 35. Wow. Is Allison Brie 35? That's a good question. I will let you know. Oh my God, the wiki is taking a long time to load. She was born in. Oh, I can't do this math. She's thirty-seven. Okay. Only run though. Okay. Yeah. Well, Dave. Well, let's assume like like during the time Community was filmed, which is around like two thousand ten. Because I know sitcoms, right? Great sitcom. Big sitcom guy. Big sitcom guy. Have you thought of a sitcom? Or do you want yeah, me to yeah. I, I I thought of one. If that one, you you really named a good one. That's really a good one. Thank I was you. gonna say Parks and Rec. Who's your Parks and Rec team? Okay, that I'm, I'm gonna Google Parks and Rec. Rec oh my God! I don't want to get the names wrong because I don't. I don't want to say Mustache Guy. I'm no. going. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I, at first, I wanted to do Full House because I used to watch Full House all the time. It's just a bunch of children. Oh my God! Oh, Andres, the guy's bringing me a wrench. <laughs> he came in. He has to here. Oh, he's gonna do it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Come on. Focus. Focus. <laughs> so I thought about doing. Oh, I'm just gonna do Seinfeld. So Kramer. He's wild. He's got fast switch mouse fibers. He's always running in. Steinfeld is the worst. Places. I was thinking about sitcoms, and I was like, Steinfeld is the worst because none of them are in shape. George has got a solid 400. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Jerry is on the 1200 because – None of them are – Have you seen the scene where he races a guy in the middle of the road? He runs oh very fast. Goodness. He's fast off the line. It's movie. <laughs> I don't know about this one. And then Newman on the mile because he is a uh, – Mailman, uh, and they do about thirty thousand steps a day, average. Exactly. And so you're gonna have a little bit of aerobic uh, capacity, and then Elaine is on the eight hundred because right. she's probably dated someone who's been. All right, all right, all right. That was weak. You just—that's like the most popular sitcom ever. Just, oh, sitcom Seinfeld. My, my Parks and Rec. This is. I'm, I'm gonna destroy both yours. I've decided. Community is a strong one. Community is a strong one. My You see, I forgot you got. Rob Lowe is star character, Mr. Mr. Everyone Likes Him, Never Met a Stranger, great character, Chris Tager. He's going to be on the mile leg. He's fit. They're, what is he running for the mile? I, he's, he's sub five. He's sub five for okay. sure. And then we got uh, Adam Scott, who plays Ben Wyatt. Yeah, he'd be good. He's, he's a 12. And then we're, we're going to get our, our big man, Chris Pratt. You have to Andy take Dwyer. Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt, though. Not jacked, Chris. Oh, not jacked. That Chris does Pratt. change things a little bit. Maybe I go. Maybe I go Aziz here for the eight hundred in that case. I could see him running solid. Yeah, Tom Haverford. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, he's doing the 800 and then on the four, we're obviously putting Ron Swanson. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that mine was definitely a bit of a layup because I couldn't remember all the full house people's names off the top of my head. You're also a bunch of little children. Well, the, what's the dad? Is yeah, that Bob, Bob Saget. Oh, Bob Saget. No, you know, he's he's like, oh, he's just staying fit. You know, he's yeah. just running 30 minutes every morning. Yeah, he, he's staying fit. That's Uncle fair. Jesse is very attractive, and he's got a solid mile. <laughs> so, um, and then, yeah, whoever. The twins. The, the twins. twins. Yeah, on the, on the four <laughs> and the eight, the twins. Um, I think twins is so good for high school relay teams. It's yeah, true. always. It's true. I was not not to bring any uh, controversy up, but I was reading about a set of cross country twins um, in the early two thousands who came into quite a bit of controversy uh, when they went to college. I had no idea. One of in them is way? close to to us uh, in the Mizuno running world. So, oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can talk about it offline. I just read about it. it was yeah. Just gonna a lot of let's tease run the listeners a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, do do your research on your own. Okay, um, so I'm glad that I had the best one by far. So I'm glad that that worked out. Um, so on the second question, it says RTC John from St. Louis. Shout out to St. Louis. Uh, if you could play one song for the rest of your life, what song are you choosing? Um, or you're just chilling, or whatever, and do you want music? What is your go-to song? No, we're not. We're not gonna answer that part. We'll say. I chill. I'm just saying. What is? Those listening, I do chill. Avery is very chill. He has a mustache going right now. It's like the chillest thing you can have. Oh, you see this once every four years. Yeah. Um. So, Kyle, right. do you have a song that you would? I'll, I'll tell to? you really quick that I went to a concert when I was in high school up in Albany with my ex-girlfriend now. Okay. Um. Not my wife. Uh. And. When we were leaving the concert, the Coldplay concert, they gave everyone a CD called Left, Right, Left, Right. And I put that CD in my car, the same car that I still drive around now many years later. And it's the only thing that my car can play. Like, I can't change CDs. uh, I can't play tapes. I can't, like, my thing is broken, so I can't hook up my phone. So... Basically, I got the radio or this one CD, and I've listened to the CD thousands of times. How many songs does it have on it? Like seven or something. <laughs> Not a lot at all. And I, I've done entire road trips just listening to this CD. Wow. That's a solid amount of listens. That's, I love that answer. What is your song? Probably some TikTok song? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, do you not know? Um, I, I'm going to say this one song, but the only reason I'm picking this song is because it, it reminds me of uh, a, a time that makes me happy and cool. Okay. It's, uh, it's called Gave It All I Got by Kodak Black. <laughs> and I listened to it before I had a two-second PR on the 800 at ACC's out of nowhere. Uh, Shout out. 147.3. 147.3. And somehow didn't win. Or- and I got fourth. <laughs> I, I broke the ACC record, but got fourth, so I never had it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that song, I mean, it's not that famous of a song, really. Is that uh, still your PR? It is, yeah. Yeah, but like, I, I don't feel that bad that it's still my PR because everyone in that race is PR is still from that race. I think it's a, I mean, yeah. I think it's a, Except for Drew Piazza. a proud thing to, it's a yeah. great race. Yeah. I was in uh, class looking at the results and I thought Avery didn't make the final because I was like, 
he was like people ran 145 or like 146. I was like, no, he's he's out. And then I saw you ran 147.3 and you got fourth. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on? Even split every every 200. Nice. Yep. You and uh, Waddle. That's right. Um, I think my favorite song of all time is "Welcome Back" by Mace. The the video is right in Times Square in New York. It's it's P Diddy opening it back up. It's Mace's back to rap, back to hip hop. It's like the most feel good song. I listen to it like probably twice a day still. I have since I was like 11. Uh, I think it's like the best song in the world. So I'm going Mace. Uh, welcome back. And maybe we can outro the pod with that and we can intro with some Coldplay. I feel like it should be reversed now, like when people are. Nice. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. All right. So intros, welcome back, outro. Coldplay for like 30 minutes. I, don't, I, don't, I that, get nothing? No, you get nothing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you listen to music when you run? Absolutely not. I have never done it. I think the only reason you should listen to music when you run is because you hate yourself. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that, that actually yeah, that's that's in your head. I've done it on like an Alter G. Before. Yeah, I think it's fair on a treadmill or Alter G. I'll give people that because that's pretty monotonous and just terrible overall. But I mean, I think once you're listening to music while you're running, you're, you're a jogger. Yeah, so I listened to music one time in 2014 on a run um, right by Georgia Tech's campus. And uh, I bought like the iPod mini, like that thing that like clips on, there's no, uh, no screen. And for some reason, my high school coach, so my high school was on the same street as Georgia Tech, so I would see my coaches sometimes, but not really ever while I was running. And we passed each other while he was driving, and he texted me, and I, and I got home, and it says, what are you, a recreational runner now? Yeah. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> never doing that. was really embarrassing. Also, I mean, if you're, if you're running on the trails, especially like single track trails, and you have both of your headphones in, Bad idea. you are going to get scared. Like, I'll yell at you a million times, and you're still going to get scared and you get you get mad at oh, me you, oh yeah when you like pass this i mean i i've told you this story before but i was i was running in the trails uh i mean a trail it's like a less than a mile long that's all we really have in atlanta but uh i yelled at this guy that was behind him um for like two minutes and then he never moved and so i just ran by him and then he told me that he was going to shoot me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I was like you're going to shoot me for running and he was like, absolutely. And I was like, okay, we are in the South. Yeah. I, I'm a pretty big elitist. And uh, like any like elitist running opinion, just maybe I won't say it publicly, but like I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I say no running in basketball shorts. That's a full-blown no-no. If, no-no. if you run in basketball shorts, you just automatically aren't good at running. I don't care if you're I mean, if, you're, if your personal bests are worse than mine, I don't respect you. <laughs> <laughs> like Avery here, he's, he's a 147.3 guy. I'm a 147.2 guy. It's like, you know. All right. All right. Uh, we got to real quick now. Andres, uh, who's, who's, doing, who's doing this, uh, doing my, my job, but he's running 148.2, and he's got to leave. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he probably listens to music. Oh, yeah. oh, he was in. Wait, the- wait, 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 Kyle, Kyle, what's your four hundred, bro? <laughs> uh, probably something so sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running forty four five four hundred. Um, I'm a uh, I'm rabbiting uh my teammates 
Johnny Dvorak and Coley Alexander tomorrow. They're running an 800 at the Armory, which is funny because it's oh beautiful. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's right opportunities where you can get them. And so I'm taking them through 400 meters, and I think it's going to be straight up all out. Oh, um, really? Because I um, – so like I had this surgery in 2018 and basically since then, like basically coming back from that sprinting was like the one thing that I couldn't do anymore. Oh, man. And so last year I basically, I just like, I, I didn't sprint. I haven't sprinted in years. So I ran like a 55, I, we rabbited a 1500 and we went out in 55 and that was my PR this year. <laughs> Last weekend practice to see if I could maybe wrap at them. I ran a 400 behind them in practice. I ran 51-1. Okay. okay. How did it feel? All out. But it was like, all right, like, you could probably just do that. Yeah. You, he paced them like – I did. Yeah. You yeah. went through very but fast. But the, the hard part is because is I was pacing, like, the district track club boys – and the thing about them is they're like 400, 800 type cats. They can get so out. I have to take it out the first 200 and like you went 21 20, points. You went like 22.9 or 22 <laughs> flat. It was <laughs> like like when they hit the gun up, like just like face down, got the, the speed flaps. My arms. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was pretty funny looking. Yeah. And that, and that, it's it's going to be so close to all out, but probably yeah. just not quite all out. Yeah. <laughs> it would be easier if I was a tiny bit slower. <laughs> yeah and then just was like all right i'm gonna fully just balls to the wall because see uh, you went 50 and then 20 minutes later you had to run a, the yeah, 1500 the 1500 yeah, yeah. yeah. so that it worked out <laughs> did it i say it worked out yeah, it was 800 i yeah. dropped the field as i always do when i pace in yeah. the 15 <laughs> yeah in the 15 oh yeah that's I right think, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause at first it was like it looked like you were going out in like 48 for the 1500 i know i was like but oh, but man. the thing is 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 uh uh, last last thing. The thing is, is for the 200 clock, you know, like someone has to start it when the gun goes off, but they were late. And so w when I come across, I'm pacing, like I feel like I'm going, I'm hitting like 28 or something. It, yeah. it has me like 26 mid. And I'm, so I'm just like, oh no, I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're feeling slow. And then, but thankfully, I, I checked the 300 split and it was like 43 something. So I'm okay. like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. But, and that was yeah. a mile, wasn't it? Yeah, so I just went through 800. Okay, yeah. Because there was a high school kid trying to break four. Yeah. Which now every high school kid breaks four. It's like yeah. one high school has a kid who just breaks four these days. Yeah. <laughs> so. Pathetic if you can't break four in high school. It <laughs> is. It's, on a, it's genuinely <laughs> embarrassing. Um, what were your high school PRs? Uh, I ran 411 in high okay. school. Yeah. Do you want, like, the full gamut? If, if that's all you want to yeah, share, that's then that's yeah. all you want to share. I mean, I, I was like, I split 152, 411, okay. 906. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty good, but not like no one gave me a contract. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, at, at that time, and not to, I mean, it was a little while ago. That, that I mean, that's yeah, no, that got me pretty far. Yeah, so just, I did all right with it. I ran like 411 to 413 all the time, and okay. so. And I could do it a lot of different ways. And sure. so, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I remember if you're talking about make, running 411 or 420 a lot of different ways, I remember seeing you run many years ago at maybe it was Ivy's where you ran maybe 420. Yeah, I ran like 421 or 422 to, to win. What was the close <laughs> on that? Do you remember? It wasn't even that crazy, but it was the flat track at Cornell, which yeah, was just okay. like miserable. And so maybe we closed in like 
153 or something. Okay. It was something insane. Like we went out in like 2:30. I remember. <laughs> I remember it being like, "Wow, this is ridiculous." Yeah, a really fun race. It's on YouTube somewhere. Look it up, people. Check we it need out. That video to start monet. We need to monetize that video. <laughs> it's all about monetization. Um, okay, and for this for this last uh, question. Uh, it just says best story about getting lost on a run. So, Kyle, do you have a, a story that you can think of on the top of your head? Or um, so I've a I've I always run with a compass, so it's a big advantage. Uh, I mean this this uh, winter I was in Arizona and I went for a run with um, Eric Jenkins, Craig Engels, and Paul Tanui, and we were out like in this like on desert trails and Craig who had run there before like turned back early he wasn't going as far as us and then Eric and I just got straight up dropped by Paul Tanui because he would just like he is a lot better at running and so he would but he was he didn't know where to go at all and so he would surge ahead basically look back at us ask like what direction am I supposed to go and then we'd be like left or right or and then eventually he just like stopped waiting for us and we were like 19 miles in and just fully lost which was oh my miles further than we wanted to go but we were worried that like we knew we were lost but we're like who knows where paul is (laughs) oh my god and so we ended up like walk jogging back for a while and eventually like found someone and got directions but when we got back to the car, Paul was just sitting there waiting. Oh, really? Where the hell were you guys? How? What was the total distance? Do you remember? It was probably about twenty or something. But like the back, the, the end, it was like run for two minutes, walk for a little. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dog that direction, and so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, I think I passed that log, which is always like when you start to freak out. A yeah. <laughs> and every cactus looked the same. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely out there, it's not ideal. Um, that that had been my longest run by like miles in a very long time. So. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Just <laughs> that's usually it. how it, it's done. Yeah, like. Um, yeah, I remember in in high school, I was telling Avery like, we we went to Florida for for spring break, and uh, my car just like pulled into this like trail type thing, like this looked like a sort of trailhead, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go jog on that when I get to the to the spot and i ended up running and for like a few minutes it was like there were signs of like beware of bobcats and beware of alligators and all these sort of things and i was like i'm invincible nothing is gonna happen and (laughs) i uh heard like a bunch of rustling in the leaves and i was like it's a giant squirrel that is uh coming next to me and then it was a bobcat jumped out and i sprinted Probably I probably ran 19 flat for a 200. But <laughs> away from bobcats, or are you supposed to make noise? I have I had no idea at the time. Didn't find out. I didn't find <laughs> out. I, he stopped, or she stopped, or they stopped. I don't know what they go by. But uh, <laughs> I ended up running 20 miles, um, just kind of like through the woods, and I was super lost by the time that I tried to turn back. And I was like, well, this trail has to end at some point. And I was just fully by myself in like the Florida summer, basically popped out like six and a half miles from where I was supposed to be. And then I, I left spring break early and like ran a mile two days later. And I was like, 
it literally just hit me like as i was talking about that with you that i was like i ran really badly that day and i don't know why really and i was like it's probably because i ran 20 miles probably 20 miles <laughs> yeah i always get uh scared when we train in tallahassee of yeah. wild boar he's boar? from tallahassee yeah i went to high school in tallahassee <laughs> oh really what i'll say your, your biggest fear of running in tallahassee is rattlesnakes what what high school did you go to uh childs oh nice yeah great nice. school so oh, yeah. we'd stay up in northern Tallahassee. That's what like so we would run on the clay roads and we'd go to Childs. Oh, yeah. yeah, that that was that was I I yeah. Every single day in high school we'd go to Thomasville, Thomasville Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, liked Proctor Road a lot. Proctor, yeah, Proctor was good. Get get not not too many miles there, but Tallahassee yeah. is the best place to run. It's unbelievable. It really is. It it really is. Like it I I knew it was only a downgrade after I uh, went to college. Really, I, I had like the best training box in my life in Tallahassee consistently. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I never but, knew that. That's why I ran one forty nine in high school. That's why. Yeah, I know that a lot of a lot of really good runners uh, come from Tallahassee. Even though yeah. it's, we would stay hot. next to McClay. Like legitimately, we were like right next to McClay. Oh yeah, right. Uh, then you you run at um, Forest Meadows. A yeah, lot. and the, I mean, there's legitimately the trails next to mcclay high school yeah yeah which was in our backyard of the house that we would always stay in oh wow but, yeah i mean there's nowhere like the, the bike path in tallahassee is the fastest it's the monaco of bike paths <laughs> oh yeah it's <laughs> a mondo bike path <laughs> running there. oh yeah is it is it concrete no yeah. nothing nothing's paved. like i told you I, I i didn't run more than maybe like 400 meters on concrete my entire high school career it was paved, but like it would go it would basically uh, like the way the wind worked or something it just was always at your back um it was it was quite nice we had, we had some rowdy days down there mm -hmm. <laughs> did you have trails growing up in new york that you got to run on um not really uh you could drive yeah the place is like 10 minutes away and i didn't even know about that until they said like after college so whenever i was at home i was always running on the road yeah. but i got strong bones that's right we both have strong bones yeah. <laughs> i got to run on maybe 400 meters total of uh trails in high school and then the same same thing in college but uh yeah i remember like one of my last runs in high school i ran i was just running for like 10 miles or something and i found this trailhead at five miles and i was like this is insane. I've been running for four years now and I had no clue this was here. And I'm really <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on that note, I think we covered pretty much everything, right? Yeah. Well, no, you didn't say your story. I didn't say mine. Well, I wasn't sure if we, if we could use another story. But we could use mine was always using. Mine was story. on my Georgetown visit in high school. I, I was getting taken around on a route. I don't know who who guided me. I call him out. Name. I don't say know. It. Say it. But it. Say his name. I don't know his name. Yes, you do. Ryan Madden. He he wore he wore, yeah. <laughs> he wore half tights and a shirt and on his run and I had never seen that before because in Tallahassee he's just split short and nothing else. That's oh. that's the only thing I there remember. There was a lot of half tights on my George Hamilton. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot yeah. of half tights. <laughs> that's all I remember. But he took me through like what they call like the tourist route where you know Washington D.C. You go by yeah. you know where uh, I don't I don't know like the White House. You go by all the memorials. I don't remember. I was. Just, you know, taking it all in, soaking it all in. Uh, but but anyway, so he, he's doing just an eight-mile run, and I'm doing a 12-mile run. And so at the halfway point, he turns Pretty around. 12 miles on visits in high school? I, at my Georgetown visit in high school, I was shamed for running 10 miles. I will say that publicly. It's crazy. 
That's funny. <laughs> yeah. no, no wonder you're at 149 in high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just like a dream miler. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, so he turns around. And I'm like, oh, I have now to get back. But the issue with is, is once you've gotten to the neighborhood of where their house was, the numbering is, is not like what I was used to. It's just a classic, just like big city. One, like first street, second street, third street, fourth street, oh, sure. fifth street, sixth street, seventh street. And, and we, were, we were in the 40s at this point. And then like the, you know, BC, A, blah, 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 different, different roads. And so I forgot where the heck we were. And it, it was going for a good like 20 square miles of just like roads or square miles, 20 square blocks or whatever like that. So I was hopeless. And so I was just running around, running around, didn't know where, like all the houses looked the same. And eventually I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go to campus and just like rewalk, like retrace my steps is how I got there to begin with. So I do that. And then I realized, well, this didn't work. So I don't remember. <laughs> and so I go to anybody wearing anything sort of athletic, just like this half naked, sweaty high school. <laughs> like, Hey, like, you know, like, the like, like Abdi's house. Name, right? Who? Yeah. Oh, oh, Abdi. was that your host? Yeah. I was, I was, that was his house. My host. But he was famous. So there you know where his house. And then eventually I came ac- across a, uh, a girl on the team like oh yeah just like oh, blah, 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 blah. and obviously i'd ran by it like 20 times trying to look for it then i was like oh okay sure like blah blah blah, 20th street and so i go there but what i what i haven't said this whole story is i really 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 had to poop okay like i, I like it when i when i like convince myself over my poop uh you know like on a run nowadays i think back well, that's like my uh my pinnacle moment, <laughs> I, I held in my poop the best. Uh, and so immediately I find the house, I break through the front door. I didn't say a word. They were all just like, sitting like, oh, hey, we're about to look for you. I didn't say a word. I just beeline straight to the bathroom and was in there for about 20 minutes after running the longest I've ever ran, drenched in sweat and just, man. They're like, coach, we don't want this kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he didn't say anything to us. He just blew up our bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. And uh, yeah, on that note, I think we're we're good to go. Thanks for coming on, Kyle. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Oh, wait, you want to plug the number? One last thing for <laughs> those uh, for those who are still listening, <laughs> all two of you. If you want to call in this podcast with your questions, text, call, leave a voicemail. The number is six four six seven eight zero nine two one eight. Thank you. It'll be in the description. Remember that. Thanks for listening. Rise with a game.